0: Welcome to Japan 2.0. This is another mini-episode. I'm Matt. This is David. And today we're coming from a... Well, we're, we're kind of relaxing. This is like some time off. Yeah. If you've listened to previous episodes, we've been uh, a little bit busy. So that's why we were doing these mini-episodes. Just so we could get some, some episodes out there for you. And you can hear our voices because you love them so much. Yeah, I mean, I think people... Maybe I'm being uh, egotistical. I I would miss the segments in the middle, you know, those those are cool, but I think the music sometimes, there's hopefully people out there who enjoy it, but it's very um, divisive, I'm sure, you know, the music we're playing, so hopefully people don't miss that that too much. But we'll get back to our regular episodes, probably on summertime, for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, things should get back to normal around then, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to do some full-length episodes, but... In the meantime, we'll just get the straight content to you. you (laughs) Yeah, we're just giving you these mini topics that um, we've been thinking about, you know, in the off off times, you know, because we think about the podcast all the time. Yeah, we wish we could be doing it every day. Yeah. Um, If it's a little noisy in here, yeah, like I said, we are on our downtime, so we're we're at a bar. Yeah, we're at a cool vinyl bar. I'm, you know, looking behind the bar, and there's just thousands of of records, you know, behind... Kind of a thing out in Asia. I've never heard of places like this back home in the states, but uh, in Korea especially, there's tons of them. But they typically specialize in like classic rock. Um, but this one's more like hip hop. Yeah, hip hop, break, jazz. You know, my favorite, my favorite yeah. genre perhaps. So, yeah, this is a really cool place. Sit next to a wall of like classic th- albums. Dream, some of the dream albums. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are a couple hundred dollars. So, pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, so today we're kind of... This is kind of a perfect place for it, actually, because we kind of got the idea with um, records. Yeah, yeah, this is something that I I was talking to David about uh, recently, and it was about the scarcity of vinyl. Yeah, and like, uh, kind of breeding to that culture. It seems like no one's bothered by it, but Matt was kind of bothered by it. At the time, I was like, yeah, well, that's just, you know, that's Japan or whatever. But then we kind of got hit with... Um, ordering an album and then me looking at the details and saying that uh, there's only one per person and I had ordered two one for Matt and myself but just under my name and then me being worried that it wasn't going to be there and then me checking if there's any left and there's just two days after the album came out and it was all sold out everywhere and, then and that, only like, limited copies too yeah, like there's only, only a thousand, thousand copies made, copies, made yeah. in the world uh, so not many and then that same band the band's called Chai by the way i played them on the show before they have a concert in Omeda and that concert's still over a month away, a month and a half away, and it's already sold out. It's a bunch of artists we like, you know, and, and, and really good. Really go, At yeah. night we have off the next day, which all that's kinda hard to do in Japan. And uh, yeah, it's sold out like just after a week. So maybe this this band, you know, is just a really hot band. But no, nah, it's something a, kind of a trend we've been noticing and Matt yeah. mentioned it. I've been thinking about it for a long time. I think we can see it in more areas than just records, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's this idea of a limited culture, you know, like where you get limited edition items and they, they only last for a certain amount of time and then they, they go away. Now, where's the first place you saw this? Even before records, I bet you there's someone else you've noticed this whole oh, like, yeah. limited going away culture. Yeah, so the first place is definitely food and I know we've yeah. con- I've talked about this on the podcast before where will will um, eat a snack and they'll have these limited snacks that are seasonal or they relate to, like, whatever the season is. Mm. For example, Sakura Blossoms. I noticed Sakura <laughs> Blossoms right, snacks are out. already pu- showing up. But those are only going to last till spring, till the end of spring. Mm. And then once spring is done, those items are gone. Those are gone. From- yeah, and you might not even see it the next year. In the next spring, yeah, it might not be, be around anymore. Even with fruit. Like... Yeah, it's kind of seasonal, right? And they don't really import a lot of fruit or vegetables here. But if it's not strawberry season, you're not getting strawberries. Yeah. Or if you are, you're going to pay $100 for strawberries. Yeah, yeah. And it's well, kind of the same with records. Like, if you don't get that record in that first week it comes out here, yeah, you can get it, but you're going to pay two or $300 for it. And it, I don't know, it just feels like a slap in the face kind of, or like a tease, I guess, is more like it. Yeah, it, it's something that can be a, a little bit frustrating, but I mean, also it keeps you guessing at times, you know? I, I feel like with music, I get frustrated just because, you know, obviously these artists are popular enough to sell out, you know, a, a thousand vinyl, you know, pieces of vinyl in a day, or, yeah. or you know, quickly. I just hear if, if this group is making a thousand records, I, I can tell you that's not enough, like, I know there's some fine line there. Of like, yeah, you don't want to make too many and waste money. But for a group this popular, you know, a thousand records is, isn't enough. Yeah, it just keeps it, happening. It feels like they're doing it on purpose to create demand. Ultimately, I think is our big pet peeve. It feels like... a creation for demand yeah yeah and I think that goes into like maybe some of our other items so yeah. you have one that a uh, good story that you were telling me off mic I'm on Please yeah share this I could talk a long time about it and yeah this is another preview but eventually I'm going to do a whole like fashion series talking about some of the bigger Japanese brands and you know, what I love about them but um yeah another area in life you can see this in is uh with fashion and uh Supreme is not a Japanese brand it's a you know brand out of New York it's actually a brand i kind of don't like i don't like their attitude however they did a collaboration with another brand i really like a japanese brand called undercover and uh with a movie that i also like a lot which is akira Kurosawa's seven samurai classic and uh yeah it has a big you know seven samurai photo and just is supreme. very small i actually don't like logos or advertising for companies so it's broke a lot of my rules but uh I wanted a shirt and I knew Supreme is a famous scarcity uh, company. In a way, it's cool because they don't actually charge that much money for their stuff. People think it's a very expensive brand and that comes from the resale market. So, Supreme to this day, even though they're very popular, they still sell their t shirts for like 40 or 50 bucks, which is still a lot of money. But considering that they know they're going to resell for like two or three hundred dollars and they don't raise that price up or make more where they can make more money they just stay to their values and they want to control quality um, I do think that that's interesting and it's cool that they haven't raised their prices over the years or decided to make more um, anyway, long story short in Japan, Supreme is like double the price of uh, in the States and you can go on stores on Saturdays at 11am that's when all the new clothes come out every week you can wait in a big long line like overnight for it because these people, most of them aren't buying it for themselves they buy it to make money off of it and that's their job flippers you see this in the music industry as well Uh, but Supreme is an extreme example or you can go online so I just went online and to be honest it wasn't that hard Um, I was just there at 11 o'clock when you're supposed to be there I went and clicked on the shirt and added it and I got it I paid like 70 bucks for it or 80 bucks for it here in Japan and then i walked walk down the street wearing it and stuff and I'd, you know, people would talk about it a lot or mention it to me a lot. And I was like, oh, like, I know Supreme has this big markup value. Like, I'm going to go online and check out how much it costs because people seem to be reacting to this shirt. And, like, a week later, it was, like, three to $400. Uh, like, on a lot of the Yahoo auctions, it was, like, eBay here. But, you know, that was kind of interesting. Uh, my wife keeps telling me, like, oh, you should sell it. You should sell it and make money off of it. But I've already washed it and it's not, I didn't, like, keep it in a bag or anything. You're wearing it. I've been yeah. wearing it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's a cool design. And uh, I checked just the other month, you know, just out of interest. It's almost up to a thousand dollars. Like, and again, that's not just like one of them. There's, that's like their average price. You know, is, like there's like ten of them. on going for sale for like eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. But you brought uh, you brought something up that I, I do want to mention, yeah. and that well, is... Well, my point is, like, I don't, like, necessarily take pride in that. I think, like, oh, it's cool, I'm wearing this $1,000 shirt. It's just, like, this is the world... Japan is willing to pay anything for something that they love. And back in the States, that shirt's probably going for, like, $200. Just to give you an example of, like... This is a reflection of Japanese culture, and people will pay for some obscure thing to be in the, the know, or to have a cool item, you know. I think the I get a little anxious about it, I guess, and where the anxiety comes from is something that you mentioned, which is, if you're not there on the first day, then you probably won't get it. And yeah. that's the issue. Like you know, like I said, albums might come out, and if you don't get it right away, there's no guarantee that you could go to the record shop and just pick it up. It might be sold off. You know, it might be gone for forever. At yeah. least with Japanese artists, totally Japanese artists. Yeah, but it, and, and it makes and the same with the shirts. It clothing. makes this pretentious culture of like, if you didn't know about it on day one or before it came out, then you're not worthy of having it. And if you find out about a band a year later. It makes you feel, to me at least, like, I don't know, I can't, it's kind of cool in some ways, because it shows who the true fans are, but again, if you're just buying it, if you have the money to pay for it, then you can buy cool, you know? Yeah, it could be frustrating, and actually I'm going to relate this to something that everybody will probably, anybody in the States can probably relate to. If you're a fan of video games. yeah. So Nintendo came out last year with the NES Mini. Mm. It was a tiny Nintendo Entertainment System that where you could play like a lot of the classic games. It, they already had them in there. Mm. And no one could get them. You know even like video game podcasts I was listening to like people were having a hard time even getting if their you hands don't know. on these, you yeah. find out about it like a day after it came out a day after it came out is too late they were on yeah. Amazon they were refreshing you know all day long you know and and half the people seemed to some people got lucky and they got it and half the people didn't get it and um you know Nintendo is a prime example of this because they've been notorious for under um selling small amounts of yeah. things you know and creating that demand creating, creating the a hype, hype yeah. that maybe isn't always there you know yeah and um, I think America work. yeah America felt that right you know yeah. when that that was going down yeah I think yeah. now Nintendo is you- totally like when you mentioned it with records my first connection was like oh you know what you might have a you might have a point there cause like Nintendo in the west is famous for perhaps controlling that market and creating this fake demand that's not there you know uh, beyond just that Nintendo the Wii was like that too, right? And yeah. The Switch kind of experienced that too like you get this feeling like you could press more if you wanted to but you're gonna like let the customer I don't know be which a- they the wrong it. word yeah. but like you make the customer take the the negative aspect rather than you as the big company taking a slight risk and making more I don't know maybe times are tough or whatever but the record thing and close things for sure, they they're doing it to create the line which makes people look at the store and see, wow, what's going on there, what's this cool brand? And uh yeah, there's lots of brands in Japan that, that do that for sure. Uh, they have this limited, you know, you know what day the clothes come out on and if you're not lined up there, you know, at Thursday, skipping your job or your work at ten AM and you're not gonna get it. And you could be a loyal fan for like ten years and I don't know, there's a part for me that just feels when the people on your line are, like, coming from China just to sell this stuff and they're not the real fans and stuff, I don't know, like, I feel like you're, you're not speaking to your audience, you know, you're speaking as, like, a, it's like a business model more than the true fans, you know? Yeah. yeah. It really irks me and bothers me. Well, the thing is, you know, I mean, we're fans of things, right? We, we we're collectors, we're fans, we're, you know, we're the, the target audience for a lot of these, um, companies. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know who has the time. I mean, especially since we live in Japan, we've been, and this year we've been really busy. You know, both of us are <laughs> yeah. busy. But like, how do people have like the money and uh, the time? And you know, I don't know. It just feels like a little bit unfair to us that are hardworking, and then we also want to experience this as well. You yeah. Know, like, or like, uh, what's wrong if you get into a band a year or two after they came out? Like. Now, again, yeah, you can always buy the CD or whatever. The the record one, I think that argument's not quite as strong as some of the other ones, you know, because there are other mediums you could get it on. Yeah. Um, But we just happen to love records. Yeah, we have a preferred medium, yeah. It's sad for us. But I think it, it goes beyond that, and that's what's important about it, is it says something about, like, Japanese society in general or culture where, I don't know, like, it feels like when people are really serious about their thing, they stick to that one thing. And, um, if you're not su- super serious about it too, it's kind of like you're not as welcome, you know, or... Yeah. They, they really want sincerity or, like, real true fans. And I think in the days of the internet and stuff, it's kind of easy to fake fandom. You can go read a Wikipedia page about something and sound just as knowledgeable as someone who's known about the band for ten years. And I, I think, um... Yeah, people who are a little bit pretentious don't like that. I don't know. To me, the scarcity thing just rubs off as being pretentious to some degree or not appreciating fans, you know, or casual fans. or not. It's not a welcoming atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, if anybody out there has an opinion on this, and you know, if you actually like to order if you like this kind of culture this mm-hmm. limited edition culture you know we'd love to hear from there's you there is an excitement to it yeah yeah but for me it's oh, like 50 i mean, we percent. got the chai albums yeah, today we, oh, I you feel, know, yeah. oh, i'm so lucky they did sell it to both of us and not just one of us yeah yeah like, we both got it so um you know we both have the limited item but, but i would have preferred and read yeah, all there's like, it was it was, so much work you know and to be honest this is a group that i, I you know i've enjoyed their music so i feel like I wish more people would get into their music, right? So, mm. um, it, I don't know. It's like the democratization of music, or you know, giving people, you know, more people an option to enjoy it. You know, yeah. I don't know. There's well, the yeah, thing is, I guess like, that's a limited culture. Back though, home, you know? records aren't that way. Like any new band that's coming out, is gonna put their stuff on vinyl. It's not going to be a thousand presses, you know. Oh, like, and even if they do just do a thousand at first, there's a, repress, sex, a second press, right, yeah. Yeah, maybe people on the resale market will pay more for that first version, but if you want to pay your 20 bucks or 15 bucks to buy the album, you're going to be able to do that still. Um, yeah, and you know, I bet this goes beyond that. I bet you in the anime, manga culture, this is probably, I get the feeling it is, because when I go to some of those resale toy shops, I'll see, like, crazy priced, you know, dolls and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think it goes in other kind of subcultures as well here. These, yeah. this clothing and uh, music and video games have to be the ones that we're into personally. Uh, but, yeah, I get a feeling it runs d- deeper than that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. And, yeah, I mean, in some ways, like you said, you know, it's kind of exciting when you do get something that is limited. but uh, But, you know... I, I don't know It's just something Interesting to talk about And to think about if you notice know. And it's gotten on our nerves Yeah and yeah And I want to go see this concert And I can't go see it Yeah, yeah. man I hope they have some tickets At the door We're gonna try for it But you know uh, I want to go see MC Gohan again I'm a big fan of her Yeah, yeah In a hip hop setting too Yeah yeah Anyway well, yeah Let us know what you think This is Not, yeah, not like a, su- a Super final idea you, you know but Yeah if you have any Thoughts on this subject Please hit us up on Twitter We're at Japan 2.0 spell out the point and uh yeah i don't know we'd love to hear from you guys uh anytime you guys interact with us you know it means a lot makes our day yeah it does so uh yeah this is japan 2.0 and mini episode so we're signing out yeah peace peace